What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Trapper channel, coming to with another edition of Lindy's Leans, Likes and Locks. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell. It goes a long way for me on this video. It goes a long way for you. That way you become a prize whenever great content is going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods. We have producer Jacob out in Vegas. Didn't get to see him out in Vegas, but had a great time. Great Pac-12 football game. The last, the end of an era. It's whatever. Salute to the mascots fighting in the end zone it was fun stuff we had a great time but obviously didn't go the way we wanted as oregon fans or as me as like a marrying into an oregon family but such is life last week though let's just be honest it is what it is worst betting week i've had of the year in any sport nfl nba mlb pga doesn't matter what it was could not have possibly gone worse than what it did last week but you know what pretty confident in my ability to make money in a long period of time plus Anybody who followed me for the MLB, there weren't, I wasn't without my patches of losing. I definitely had losing patches. I was looking at the beginning of May, had two weeks where I won one day. It was disgusting stuff. But you know what happened? Is I stayed the course and I stayed working and I continued to fight. And that's going to be what I do here. Because again, otherwise, you know, kind of need to be good at this. This is what I do. And as such, Pretty confident in what we got going here. Just two games in the association. Kind of nice for somebody who's trying to, like, you know, put on the training wheels, get back to just riding the bike and go about their business. But we do things a little bit differently on these two game slates. We do things where it's lean like lock and a lock. Doesn't necessarily fall into the full unit category, although it does on today's video. Just want to throw that out there. But lean, just like it always does, lean is something I'm thinking about betting that I haven't pulled the trigger on or... I think there's news that could break our way. Then we can jump on board. A like. That is something that is a half unit play usually. Like something in that in that window. It could be up to a, a full unit play depending on the sport. But what it comes down to is it's something that I think is like a medium grade play. Decent. About three to five expected ROI. But those expected value pieces that are 5% or greater, those fall in the lock category. And I think that's what we have here in the last game of the night. But it's the in-season tournament. We're talking playoff well it's not playoffs what the hell is it? it's a tournament we're excited for it we're also excited about bet mgm happy to have them along and plus thank you to them uh park mgm uh mgm grand great time out there in vegas but if you're looking to play at another sports book obviously mgm they take care of you it's great stuff obviously they were happy to take my oregon minus eight and a half and minus nine money got closing line value on that good times eee, awkward anyway we're really excited to talk a little bit of the association here on this Monday. Promise it's going to get better. Promise. I'm still putting in that work. And I'm excited because I do think these plays, not that they're foolproof. I'm not the one shooting the basket. I'm not the one freaking playing ball. I'm not running wind sprints like a Terry McLaurin for the Washington Commanders today. What I am is a man with a spreadsheet asking you to love him. Let's do that, my friends. Producer Jacob, let's get to the picks. Only two games, so it's going to be super quick, super easy here. But, again, we go lean, like, lock. Going to be super easy to talk through these. Boston, minus four and a half, taking on Indy. And, yeah, this is going to be a fun one. We're talking the quarterfinals here. How do you get to Vegas? Waking up in Vegas. Was just there. Lovely. You got to go to Giotti. You got to go to the Cromwell. You got to go get Italian there. It's phenomenal stuff. Pork MGM. We have an Italy everywhere in America. L.A., New York, wherever else. You don't need to do that. Go to Giotti. Go get yourself some Italian. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful. Oh. 
I don't know why I was doing Johnny Manziel. Watch the Netflix documentary on that anyway. Boston minus four and a half taking on Indy and Tyrese Halliburton questionable for this one. That is gigantic news here. And Obi Toppin questionable here entering this one as well. Considering it's an upper respiratory infection here and there are implications. Because again, this is the first in-season tournament. You want to win the first of anything. And I was kind of going through the motions of thinking about what does this tournament mean? Because... There are times I haven't talked about it maybe as much as people have wanted, mainly because I know teams are going to play more minutes for some of their stars based on certain numbers. We got Boston minus 11 and a half, close to 12 and a half. They bull, just bully the Bulls completely out of the building. One of my favorite things ever, having Billy Donovan need to get explained to him what is going on and why they're following Andre Drummond. Oh my God. Hey, dude. We need a win by more than 22 or whatever. And it's like, oh, okay, sorry. Good talk. Glad we had it. Billy Donovan probably needs to figure his shit out. But looking at this line, four and a half. Indy is definitely the dog here. But it would be a much wider number if you knew Tyrese Halliburton was not going to be a part of the party. But considering it's an upper respiratory infection and we haven't had him officially ruled out ahead of time, something tells me the NBA isn't like waiting around for a lure. But like Tyrese Halliburton's going to play basketball here in this spot. That's why I'm simply leaning towards Boston minus four and a half, because this number is really, really fishy to me. If you don't have Tyrese Halliburton on the floor, this would close at seven, seven and a half, because Boston is drastically better than everybody in the NBA. They have a plus nine adjusted net rating. Plus 6.1 is Philadelphia there on dunks and threes. That is a chasm. Three points in a gap is a chasm. When, it's, when you're talking about adjusted net rating, it takes into together. The adjusted offensive rating, adjusted defensive rating, takes strength of schedule, of which Philly's second in adjusted strength of schedule. Boston is fourth. We're talking like relative to another top team. Boston's 15 and four. They're tied with Minnesota. Oh my God, that's incredible to say. Tied with Minnesota for the best record in the association right now at 15 and four. And this is just a weird line if you don't have Tyrese Halliburton on the floor. But I, I have no lean on it other than like 55% saying Tyrese Halliburton plays. And that's why this number, I, I truly think it's not even like middled. This would be three and a half with Tyrese Halliburton playing. Four. This would be seven and a half, seven with him playing. So again, I think this is strongly towards the side of Tyrese Halliburton suiting up for this first in-season tournament. And again, if he was really in that bad of shape, they would have just announced him ruled out here the day before, in my opinion. Again, done this for a long time, trying to read the tea leaves with these injuries. That's a big part of my process, even though Victor Wembanyama fucked us last week and we're very mad at him. But the Atlanta Hawks was able to get the premium discord. Hey, we want to tone that one down a little bit. But again, the YouTube video, you guys watch this forever and I will be judged as such until the end of time. Anyway, that's why we have Boston minus four and a half here. But let's start talking about the plays that I am interested in. And again, if I don't have a lock, I'll just say none. None. It'll just say none. If I have a like, that's a half unit play here on these two game slates, period. You can know that for sure. And that is where I am looking at the over as an absolute smash. Indiana. Oh, 103.8 possessions per 48 minutes. And it's not that Boston is going to be slow, but they are way on the slower end of the NBA. 98.2 possessions per 48 minutes. It's just that with Tyrese Halliburton suiting up, assumed to be suiting up here, 239 and a half for a team that wants to get out, run, chuck, do all of those things, makes all the sense in all the land. And in fact, Indiana is first in the NBA in adjusted offensive rating. 
What that means, they are efficient on the offensive end. They are out there chucking early in the shot clock. And there are things you can do to check that up too. And I always check into that. Offensive possession length. Second in the NBA. It's kind of wild to see number one is Atlanta and actually ahead of them by a well, it's like 0.05 seconds, so it's not even a considerable margin. But always one of those small factors that it's like, hey, maybe if the books aren't baking this in, we don't have to worry about it so much. But as I look at the board, I think this is just 239 and a half. You take it up. It's in Indy. They ended up getting home court here for this in-season tournament. I think this game just continues on that trend where over 75% of the games Indy's played this year have trended towards the over. I think that continues here for a half unit. Pretty easy to find out here. Pretty easy to find out. Oh, when it comes to a lock here, I have nothing to lock up here as of now. Why it says none. But again, half unit play here on the over 239 and a half. Want to just spend the time talking you through the game rather than just like, hey, this is the only play I have from here. Like I would on a general slate, like when we have 10 games or three or more games, basically. That's kind of the way I go about it. But hopefully you can get some information here. Pay attention to the injury news here. 239 and a half, assuming that Tyrese Halliburton plays here as of right now. I'm also assuming that you, the consumer, are out there with DraftKings, with FanDuel. So why not add other sports books to the fray? Mainly because when you look at Odd Chopper and you're signing up there, $14.95, by the way, right now for just a week, $49.95 for the monthly. And we'll talk about that at the very end of this program. But you have other sports books that you're able to get advantage of, and you're getting promos. You're getting these these amazing offers to be able to sign up with them. $1,500 up to $1,500 in bonus bets, depending on what state you're in, by signing up at the link below right now. Go to that video description box below and get yourself BetMGM if you haven't yet gotten it in your state. If you've moved to a new state, hey, guess what? You can also get BetMGM in that state if there's legalized betting. So lots of ways to get BetMGM in your life. You'll also get two months of that Odd Chopper Tools and Discord access. And producer Jacob, why don't we just show the people what you get for that Odd Chopper Tools and Discord access? It's $14.95 for the weekly, $49.95 for the monthly. Now, that is slashed big time. It used to be $20 just for the damn Discord. And I said, you know what? That isn't okay. We need to save some people some money. $14.95 now for the weekly and the OS Premium Tools. I go through a market-based approach where I compare all the odds across multiple sports books. You can now too. And hey, if you're in a non-legal state, there are amazing ways to still go out and utilize props and get yourself some money with those fantasy optimizers. We're talking prize picks. We're talking underdog. We're talking all these amazing prop sites, these pick'em sites, and you can get everything under the OS umbrella, including that Discord, and have direct access to me, Ben Raza, Aton Shander, everybody you know and love here on the Odd Shopper channel for just $14.95 for a weekly, $49.95 for a monthly. So check that out. In addition to fire it up against producer Jacob, bet MGM right here. You're going to get two months of Odd Shopper tools and Discord access completely free by signing up only for 21 and over, 18 and over in Kentucky. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. To the last game of the night we go. The New Orleans Pelicans taking on the Sacramento Kings. This is going to be an entertaining basketball game. And we get all of the studs involved in this one. CJ McCollum re-enters this starting rotation. Love seeing him, obviously, with this whole freaky lung situation. Really great to see him tee off. Absolutely tee off against Philadelphia without Joel Embiid. And then against San Antonio. Back-to-back -back wins, back-to-back -back dubs for C.J. McCollum and family. Really great stuff. And hey, also, 
28 minutes there, Philly, that game got out of hand. They ended up bringing all the starters back in for one second there. But seeing 38 freaking minutes out of him against San Antonio, that gives me a lot of hope that coming into this game that has, quote-unquote, not playoff implications, but in-season tournament implications, that's a weird thing to say. Sounds weird, but hey, it's a thing. And everybody seems to be enjoying it to a certain extent. So, hey, we're going to continue on with it. I think you're looking at 36, 38 minutes of CJ McCollum in a competitive spot. That is better than bringing too much Dyson Daniels or Jordan Hawkins dance in my khaki pants to the fray because, well, CJ McCollum's better than both of them, especially on the offensive end of the floor. Defensively, it's, you could do without it. But as I'm looking at the board, there's no doubt whatsoever then on the sacramento side if you're gonna get more minutes from a guy like demonis sabonis you have to be factoring that in and there haven't been a lot of numbers now there's a lot of numbers and props that are available here right now but i think we might be getting a little bit better and i'm gonna double check the number because i just lost it off of my sheet but that's okay that's why we're doing it live f it we'll do it live Demonis sabonis to triple double is something that i want on your radar because when you're talking playoff type minutes that's something that doesn't necessarily get completely noticed by the public right from the get-go. And I'm not saying that it's not factored in because he's I mean, it's freaking Demonis Sabonis. And I think people know that he's capable of passing the ball, of scoring the ball, of rebounding the ball, especially. And his double-double props are always just like nothingness, like absolute nothingness. But we're talking plus 650 to triple-double on FanDuel right now. I get that he hasn't done it in forever. Like, I get it. We're talking about plus 650 in a spot where he should be playing 36, 38 minutes in a competitive spot himself. In fact, right now in my sheet, I've got him in for 38 minutes. The very top end of the range. De'Aaron Fox, the only guy I've projected for more in this game at 40. And again, McCollum, 36 to 38. Ingram, 38. This is a really good spot, I think, to possibly take a stab, a sprinkle, if you will. Onto Monta Sabonis to triple-double because of the extra minutes and implications. Because people want to go to Vegas. People want to be the first to win the thing. You want to win the damn thing. And you get some rookies some damn money in their pocket. So Demonis Sabonis to triple-double. Plus 650 on FanDuel. You want to put like a quarter of a unit on it right now? If you're pretty risk tolerant and if you're doing things right with bankroll management... I don't think this is the worst play to go out of your way and fire up on the card immediately. Yes, the assist rate is going to take a little bit of a downgrade playing alongside somebody the caliber of De'Aaron Fox, especially because De'Aaron Fox had been out for a long time. And now with him back, they're going to play through him in the pick and roll quite a bit. But Demonis Sabonis, he's shown an apt to be able to just continue to dish the ball. In fact, playing alongside De'Aaron Fox, he's had the higher assist rate, 30.9% next to 29.2%. That gives me hope that if things get hot, if things go in a certain direction, that plus 650 is quote-unquote value. Do I think it happens more times than not? No, but that's why it's called a lane. Anyway, we're going to skip the light category altogether here because a half unit don't really have anything that falls into that category here from this game. If I do, when we're talking about playoffs, anything else, I will always fire that up. And sometimes, you know, there's multiple plays in baseball. We had multiple plays that existed in a lot of these ALCS and LCS games. We would talk through it as such. But right now, I'm thinking about the Demonis Sabonis triple-double. I haven't fired it up yet, so I'm not going to say that I've bet something that I haven't. But this was the first play. This is the thing that I absolutely, as I started researching it, I was like, yep, I need to jump on this as fast as humanly possible. I love getting four and a half. 
with the Pelican side of this. Give me the points here in a game that should be competitive and both teams should be playing extra minutes here. As such, you get Zion Williamson sharing the floor with Brandon Ingram and he gets sharing the floor with CJ McCollum. Nice to get him back there, but that's not the only player that just, re just re-entered the rotation here for New Orleans. One of my favorite, more underrated players in the association goes by the name of Trey Murphy III. People from last year's betting videos know of him as a guy who knocked down three-point ladders for us repeatedly. Had a number of spots where he was undervalued because this guy can be a bucket. He is a fucking shooter. And four for 10 in his first game in just 22 minutes, he is willing to go out there and be that stretch three that the Pelicans not just rely on, but absolutely need. Because Zion, Jonas Valanciunas, CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, these are not guys who are traditionally like stretch three-point shooters. That's what Trey Murphy and theoretically one day, hopefully Herbert Jones can be for this basketball team. If he ends up knocking down shots, then the NBA is screwed. But Trey Murphy the third. This guy is a walking bucket. Nice to see 22 minutes of him. Knowing that we could be looking something around 26 minutes on the high side for him here. That's better than minutes from Najee Marshall. That's better than minutes from Dyson Daniels. And knowing that that off the bench has 28, 29 minute type upside from a Trey Murphy makes me feel as though they're the undervalued spot here. Now, does this win more than 60, 62% of the time? That's debatable here. But when we're talking about minus 110, minus 115, again, we're talking about 54% win rate. I've got this around 59%. That falls into the lock freaking category. We're talking about a 5% W here. New Orleans Pelicans plus four and a half. I'm a big fan of getting on board with this one right away because something tells me that uh, people... Well, the public will probably jump on Sacramento here more than likely, but I'm happy to just simply have the four and a half ticket, know that it's got a positive expected value and move along with my life. If you want to be patient, maybe there's a five that jumps out here, but public also loves themselves some Zion. So healthy New Orleans team. Nice to see all of the pieces coming back to the fray in Sacramento. They're a team that we've backed a lot here this season, but looking through their adjusted net rating, plus 0.1. They're on the bottom end there, just below the meridian line and we're going to see new orleans at 11 and 10 continue to ascend the rankings and yes sacramento 11 7 throw that in at the end but new orleans plus four and a half my favorite play bar none between the two games leading in to monday and that does it for another edition of lindy's leans likes and locks you know what to do go to that comment section below let me know what i should be tailing for monday slate great analysis going on down there in the comment section from time to time some good trolling too props to you guys but you know what I'm good at this in the long run. I'm going to continue to be good at this in the long run. And right now, yeah, we ran into a hiccup last week. Happy to embrace it. Happy to accept it. Posted my picket, letting people know. Sometimes it's not all rainbows and butterflies. There's compromise. It moves us along. That's fucking Adam Levine for your face hole. I don't know. Anywho, producer Jacob kind of looks like Adam Levine, but with long hair or something. No, he doesn't look like Adam Levine at all. He didn't like that. But anyway, he's a nice gentleman. Orderly. Didn't get to see him in Vegas, but it's okay. Sign up for BetMGM. They're orderly and lovely, and you should sign at them no matter what because, like, again, get exposure to all the sports books you possibly can, especially when they're giving you, like, free stuff to sign up there. So, like, do that. Good bonuses and stuff. It's cool stuff. Only if you're 21 and over. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. But that does it for our two-gamer here on Monday. Looking forward to this week with two gamers. Kind of easy going. Build bet. 
that bankroll, build back that trust with the viewers. I don't work for the sports books. I will tell you that they are, they deserve some punishment. Let's go punish them this week. Shall we? Ready, break. Until next time, friends, I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NBA streets on Monday.